This is Nate, a.k.a. Crash, and you're listening to the Can You Chronicles podcast, solo cast, drive cast, you know, just depends sometimes, but uh, you're listening to episode 208, 208, and it is uh, Sunday evening, um, July 28th, 2019. What's going on? So welcome in to the continuing podcast, kind of a my own vlog in a way, uh, podcast vlog, which audio vlog, whatever that would be called, I don't know, podcast is a vlog, right? <laughs> Hope you guys are good, um, thanks again, I want to shout out all my listeners, shout out to everybody listening on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, uh, iTunes, um, uh, CastBox, thanks to all the listeners on CastBox, and also, of course, on Podbean, thank you guys as well, and welcome in to the anybody new that's listening on Google Play, we are in the Google Play Store, if you didn't know, so all you Android users out there, depending on what you're using, I know that we're also on a lot of other apps, I don't, I'm not aware of everything, I'm trying to, but uh, iHeartRadio, shout out to you guys if you're listening, um, but yeah, anyways, if you're on Android and you like Google Play, you can go to there now, you don't have to use whatever else, so, just putting it out there, and, uh, I'll give you any other announcements of, you know, any other new platforms I've become aware of, or get, uh, a part of, I'm waiting on a couple things, so, a lot of great stuff going on, so, just gonna get back into things, uh, oh, also, before we get further, you can follow me on Twitter at Candy Chronicles, and then on Instagram you can follow me at GRTN the number eight. That's Great Nate. And I want to also promote my new Instagram account for uh, this Japanese woodblock print art. It's a lot of words. Woodblock print art. It's called eight one eight woodblock print art. <laughs> Just as I said, but 818, but you spell the one out. So 8 and then O-N-E, 8, and then woodblock print. So if you come to my uh, Instagram, you'll see it from there. I have it uh, in a couple photos. But that's for any of you guys that are into art. You know, just want to share that. So this this art that I'm talking about, it was made by um, kids in Japan over 50 years ago. I don't know the exact date because there's no no dates on it, but uh, my dad got this in a, you know, my late dad, I should say, RIP to David. Um, he got it in an auction back in 1970, we think. My mom said it was probably 1970, so either 69 or 70. I'm just going to go with 70. So he got this art. He wasn't an art guy or something like that. He just probably randomly picked it um, just because it was cheap or whatever he was getting in this, you know, box of stuff. I don't know the details, like my mom doesn't know all that, but she's pretty sure it was probably random. But, um, so we've had this art for a long time. It's like, uh, it's 160 pieces or so. Thankfully doesn't, it sounds like way more than it, it is a lot, but thankfully they're not framed and so forth. So they don't take up a lot of room, (laughs) But I've had them 
you know, they've moved all over the place from being, you know, out here, they've moved back east, they've traveled a lot of places, but I've had them here with me for many years now, and, um, you know, I just constantly didn't know what to do with them for a little while, and um, it was probably just a couple years ago it kind of hit me what I wanted to do next, and obviously with Instagram and all these things, it just became clear, like, I just need to get these scanned, and I can start sharing them. So I got them uh, scanned with the photographer, with the, uh, shout out to Umi Co. I think it's Umi Co. But shout out to uh, Danny, he helped me out with this. He, he has a, uh, he de- deals with photography and scanning and all kinds of stuff for your art. So shout out to him, you could look him up. Or like I said, you know, I'll have him tagged in some of the art if you follow it. So, but he's local here out in L.A., so it's only for anybody. It's L.A. listeners that would, you know, need any services in terms of that, getting any artwork blown up or any kind of things related to that. um, Pretty much he would be a good go-to person. But he did a fantastic job. I got all the pieces photographed in super high-quality, you know, uh, digital camera, whatever you want to say, but so now I've just started this Instagram so everybody could see them, and it's not just in my house somewhere, and in even for me because I'm getting to see them again for the first time. Because um, otherwise, it's like you kind of got to spread them out. I mean, I've seen them before, but you know, you see them a little bit, you have them, you look at them later, and then you forget kind of what you have. But now having something like this, I'm really getting to enjoy it, along with everybody else that's getting to look at them, so, uh, really happy about this, guys, it means a lot to me, um, just, you know, partially, uh, obviously a family thing, you know, having this stuff for so long, and none, nobody really knowing what to do, or whatever, my mom did sell a couple pieces, I don't know how many, uh, I don't think it was that many, like a handful um, years back, she sold to a friend who was, uh, she was into art and antiques and stuff, but, you know, thank God that we kept them, and I didn't, you know, hurry up and try to sell them off to somebody, you know, so, um, it's one of those rare situations where procrastination somewhat pays off, (laughs) but that being said, guys, you know, I'm just, you know, some of you out there may, may have something similar, Um, maybe you have some art or, uh, if you have some amazing photographs, but they're still negatives, you haven't scanned them, but they might be, uh, of some value historically or, you know, you never know, especially anything war related. Somebody's dad had, you know, come from the war or whatever. They, some, sometimes people have stuff like that. That's very common, but, uh, I can't tell you enough, go and, you know, if you, if you can't do it yourself or you're just too lazy to do it, don't, don't keep waiting, go pay somebody to do this for you, it's well worth it, you know, I mean, it wasn't cheap, but even if, even if nothing comes of this, and I don't make any money off of them, I'm still very thrilled to have done it, because now I can share with people, it's not something that's, like I said, that, that, that's more, I feel, I feel, especially now with all these things we have available, it's like, I I think, why not share as much as you can out there, you know what I mean? Um, That's really what it's all about, Um, you know, and some people might have different ideas about that, but um, I think it's just the way to go, don't, no reason to, 
miser and hold on to your stuff or put too many barriers up, you know, it's stuff we all can do where you uh, overthink it and, you know, you're kind of basically wasting time and you think you're being a perfectionist or being smart, but you're not. Um, we don't have time for that. Just just get your shit out there. There's so many people with amazing stuff out there. You're not the only one. So uh, I wouldn't, you know, I think it's, it's not worth, you know, uh, not getting those things done. That's all I got to say. So, you know, hopefully this, if this, uh, maybe gives somebody an idea, you know, um, I'm just in the beginning of this kind of journey. So, uh, I'll let you guys know more as we go along, but this first week has been fantastic. Uh, got decent amount of followers. I think got about 40 followers already. And I could see there's people from over in Japan now that are seeing them and everything. And, uh, the other hope with this is to possibly connect with the kids that are now adults, much older adults now, um, if I'm just really hopeful that one of them will see it somehow and, um, you know, be something, uh, you know, and, and it'll be something they'll really appreciate and be like happy about. That's, that's what I'm, that's one of the things I'm hoping for. That'd be pretty cool. But, you know, if it doesn't happen, that's okay because other people are, um, you know, like I've already seen, you know, people are already, uh, enjoying it and have a lot of good things to say. So, uh, so yeah, I'm just really happy guys. It's fun. It's given me something new and, you know, it's making me learn more about this art as well as, uh, learning other art and looking at stuff. So it's, uh, it's good. It's really good. So can't express enough how I think that, uh, I think no matter what you do, you, you have your work, you have your kids, you have your life, whatever it is. But, um, the thing I'm kind of learning or, you know, it's not, I think we all kind of probably realized or kind of know this. You just might need reminded, but, uh, you know, I think it's, I think if you can find something else outside to do, that's positive, something with, like this art, maybe you're the artist though, maybe you want to paint, maybe, uh, maybe you never tried it, or you just, whatever, maybe you just want to do some expression, or make videos, or do a YouTube channel, um, any number of things that are kind of related to this medium that we have available, I'm telling you, I think it's definitely a healthy move, and matter of fact, because everybody's sick and tired of social media, a lot of times, and I'll tell you, this is a way, if you, I'm noticing pretty quick, if you want to improve your, your enjoyment of a social media, I would say start some kind of account, like, maybe you're a fan of arts, you're not an artist yourself, or you don't have anything, hey, start a fan Instagram account of all the things you really love, maybe, or a specific niche, and, um, you could just start posting that and then follow accounts that are all related to that. You know, don't even, maybe don't even follow any of the people that you know or anything. Just, just make a whole nother thing. And, uh, it's super easy. And I tell you what, man, I think you'd be surprised what kind of, um, I could see pretty quickly how much kind of joy or whatever you can get out of something like that. And you'll have just a better experience. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I'm just going to, you know, share these things, guys. Like I, I was saying in the previous podcast, I'm, I'm focused now to give you some value each week 
And um, these are the kind of things I'm talking about. So, um, you know, and I want to keep keep you guys up on, you know, some of these things that I'm doing, you know. Um, and it's not even just, it's not even just me trying to just just promote and or brag or anything. I'm not, it's not, it's really not coming from that place. I'm really coming from a, a truly a positive, you know, attitude kind of place. More, you know, like I said, whether you like what I share or not, it's not even that that doesn't matter to me. It's just, if, if outside of that, if, if it gets somebody else out there going and, um, you know, make them, uh, maybe make a decision to do something and follow a dream or, or any of these things I'm kind of talking about, Hey man, that, that's all I can ask for. You know, that, that makes me happy that thought alone. So, um, you know, just, just letting you know, but otherwise I'm not going to, really talk about much sports guys and we're in the dead part of the year of course training camps have just started for the nfl so that's going to definitely be something i'll be talking about um baseball of course it's getting you know deeper in which is cool but you know still a slow process <laughs> we still got a good month or like a good month month and a half till the playoffs get going so that's going to take a little while. A lot of games still to play. So, um, But, yeah, I have nothing for you on the sports tip. And I know there were some fights and all that, but um, I'm sorry. This week I'm just not really going to talk about that. Um, I might, you know, we could talk about, um, you know, some thoughts about sports not in season, you know, NBA or anything else, but... Yeah, I'm not not going to cover any uh, activities that just happened. It's I'm just not looking at any of that. So if you're listening for that, and uh, I'm sorry to disappoint you, you could, you know if that's what you want, you might want to go and find some other podcast for now, <laughs> and come back and listen to me or, or continue. I'm not telling you to not listen this week. I'm I'm gonna, um, you know, we're gonna definitely go over some some things. You know, I'm gonna give you give you some stories here and there that that I've seen online, or or uh, tell you about some of the things I'm listening to. You know, it's gonna be more or less kind of a recap and what's going on with me, or maybe what's going on this week out there in the news a little bit. So, just off the top of the head right now, guys. Um, you know, I had to f- just get this fired up so we can get it going. So if I, I don't, I don't, you know. As you guys know, if you're a listener, I don't sit there and I don't really prepare for this like that. I just kind of roll off the top of the dome. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what's going on. But, yeah, I'm finishing. If you can hear, I'm clicking away. I'm doing some work, uh, finishing up. And, uh, you know, this is my Sunday to Monday is my little break. Uh, the overnight, it's the shortest, shortest amount of work is Sunday for me. So I kind of get to use it as a break. So, but it's, it's cool, man. I've been, you know, been on this crazy streak right now, doing a lot of hours, a lot of days, but you know, I'm hanging tough, man. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, last night I went to local bar, speaking of something fun, something not work related, Went to a little local spot by me here in the valley. It's called uh, the Norwood. Just a simple bar lounge. 
And uh, yeah, it was cool. Just had a couple beers. Nobody, nobody there I knew. You know, um, I'm not like some regular or anything like that. So, but I tell you what, it was still it was fun, man. I don't know. Do you guys do you guys go to go out by yourselves? You know, are you are you uh, afraid of that, or is it something that bothers you? I'm, you know, I know not everybody's into that. Um, thankfully it doesn't bother me, man. I've, I've kind of, uh, kind of always done it at times over the years. I do like, obviously it's much, much better when you have some people to hang with, but, uh, but every now and then it's, I actually end up, I really appreciate it sometimes just being alone. Cause then you could just do whatever the fuck you want. You know, you don't like a place, you just leave. You don't have to ask anybody. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was cool. Nothing real special. Just you know, jamming to the DJ, you know, hanging out, um, just getting a, just something to break up, you know, my monotony and not doing just the same old bullshit, you know, so got to do it, especially, you know, especially the way I'm working and stuff. I got to find those pockets to, you know, make it, uh, make something fun out of the day, not just, you know, I, 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 as you could hear, I'm a busy guy. I, I do this podcast. I got all these little side things I'm doing <laughs> and I like doing it. It's, it's, it's a labor of love, but, uh, you know, you also got to stop and get out and live too, you know, cause I end up on the computer a lot more than I probably, you know, really should be. Um, you know, but that that's par for the course, whether it's the computer or the phone, everybody's on some digital shit these days. Fuck crack. Fuck crack. It's smartphones and tablets and all this shit. That's the, that, this is the new crack era. It's just digital, <laughs> digital crack in the form of everything you love from food to getting picked up, not having to drive to fucking, uh, getting, um, you know, little task done or, you know, whatever it, it's, it's, a, it's really when you stop and think about how much we probably use our, if you're working in the, you know, you don't even have to be that young. If you're working in the, in the workforce and you have a couple, I don't know, um, you know, you have, you, you know, you have a few things going on. I mean, most likely if you stopped to think the thought about it, you'd really see how much you probably use your phone without even knowing, you know, for email, um, to check your bank and, you know, all these things that you're just taking for granted, you're just doing it from your phone. It's, it's, it's insane. It's, uh, but it's, it's all what you do with it. So do some cool shit with it. You know, don't just, you know, if you, if you catch yourself, like I said, I'm going to reiterate, I might repeat myself a little bit here, but you know, if you catch yourself on, on your apps and, uh, you're like, ah, I'm tired of this, you know, blah, blah, blah with, with whatever, you know, Twitter or whoever, you know, you don't have to do it. Stop. There's so many other apps to, to get into. Hey, stop and look about, maybe learn a language, get on one of those apps. Um, you know, if you stopped and think about what you really want to do, uh, or something different, you know, that's what I would do. Stop and think about it, whatever that is, and try to see if there's some app that's related to it and, uh, start incorporating that. So that way you're, you're getting, you know, you're getting some enjoyment. You're not doing the same circle of bullshit. You know, you're in control of it. So that's what, 
that's my that's my mantra of this week. Be in control. Take control. You know, you don't have to keep doing the same shit, and you don't have to do what other people are doing just because. Well, that's what everybody does. You know. Or just get off the fucking phone for a little while. Start challenging yourself like that, you know? It could be hard, but, you know, any little bit makes a difference. So, but, uh, yeah, that's that's what's going on, man. Uh, another thing, we'll talk about little movies. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is just out this week. I can't wait to see it. Made by Quentin Tarantino. Starring Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio, I'm sorry. Um, I got a story I'll share on him. I don't think I've shared on the podcast. Uh, My one time meeting him. (laughs) Even though I saw him several times, quite a few times. But uh, I'll talk about that in just a second. But yeah, this new movie by Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, You know, it's going to be... It's based on... uh, it's one of the, just like his other movies, there's fact and fiction going on there, but, uh, he basically recreates 1969 in Hollywood, and it's all centered in that, and, um, yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing it, I haven't seen it yet, and, uh, we're supposed to go Tuesday morning to a local theater, because that's about the only time I can do this, so I'm like, let's go, it's right up the street, go see it. And it'll be a matinee, so it won't, you know, won't cost too much at all. But uh, I've, everything I keep seeing about it, everybody says it's great. They just love it, and they swear you'll probably want to see it two or three times. So definitely um, anybody that was from that era or likes that era, 60s, you know, I think that's uh, something people should, yeah, everybody should probably check it out, man. So one of the few uh, interesting movies to me that have coming out this year. I know there's quite a few others. Yesterday I wanted to see. I don't know how that did. But I like that kind of idea. It looked kind of fun. Plus, you know, it's music related and I could I could dig that. But uh So yeah, that's what's going on. Um he yeah, Quentin Tarantino, this is going to be his uh last film supposedly. Um he's looking to start a family with his new fiance, you know, he hasn't, you know, I think he's just ready to kind of settle down a bit and, um, you know, do what he wants, which he should, but he's saying that he wants to continue writing, so, um, yeah, kudos to him either way, whatever happens, whether, you know, that lasts long and he sticks with it or, or, you know, maybe in five years he goes, you know what, I'm doing another movie, (laughs) Well, everybody will be thrilled either way, so, uh, just big kudos to him, uh, he's one of the few guys, you know, in the last 20 odd years, well, it's 20, 25 years since Pulp Fiction, but, uh, what a career he's had, and to think this is only 10 movies, it seems like he's done so many more, but the way his movies are, they're so, uh, rich in, in, in the way they're done, and, um, just a great job, man, just, just what a phenomenal, uh, director, he really seems like a guy that loves it too, you know, he genuinely likes doing this shit, even with, the, you know, I'm sure the, all the pain that goes with it somewhat, you know, of course it's a lot easier when, when the budgets are good and, you, and you're, and you're successful and known, but it's, 
though it's still a task, you know, and there's a lot of politics and all that stuff, but uh, he's really done it his way, and um, people love it, you know, nobody, nobody uh, really bitches about him, which is pretty amazing, he's, since he pushes the envelope so much, but he, he gets away with it, man, he's, uh, and, and deservedly so, man, but uh, shout out to him. And uh, any you guys, if you're young, up and coming, want to be director or you're into filmmaking, hey man, uh, study that guy. I mean, you're talking for 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 somebody in recent time. Um, you know, I, I think I think he, he he because he learned from all the greats too and incorporated it in his work. Um, that's. I would, if you're, yeah, any of these young guys out there, I would definitely point to him as a great reference, and, you know, when you get into that, um, start learning who he was influenced from, and, and, and go there, too, so, uh, I can't say enough about that, he still likes film, which is amazing, you know, he still shoots on film, and, uh, all that, now, that's, may, may not be for everybody, I'm not saying you have to go, and shoot on film, but, uh, you know, but I would say, why not try it, and learn about it, and see how that is, to really appreciate it, um, you know, we, we, we should definitely encourage those things, you know, um, I think it's really important, you know, in the beginning, or, or whatever, you know, why not, the, the technology's still there, you could still find it, there's people that could still teach you about it, so, definitely appreciate it while it's like that, because it's not going to always be that way, you know, that, 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 that's changing by the day, guys are dying every day, uh, knowledge is dying all the time, or not being used, and, uh, you know, when that happens, it goes away, and they're, you got to pick up the pieces and try to figure it out, so, um, I think we got to kind of try to look at these traditions and, and, uh, try to keep those going, and you know, in, in some little way or another, so, some, just some things I'm, you know, been noticing or thinking about, you know, so let's see what we got going on, all right, wow, I've already talked that long, cool, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm gonna cut off in a little bit, because, uh, I don't want to, you know, have all this tapping going on throughout the whole thing, but, you know, I'm trying to, kind of, uh, be a little more smart about my background sound, maybe some of you guys enjoy it, maybe some of you guys like when I'm driving, and you're like, dude, you should just do that, you know, (laughs) but no, honestly, I I want this quality to be, you know, I'm going, if you're going to call me, uh, podcast sellout, well, that's what I'm going to, I want my shit to be, uh, really on point, like all the best ones, so, you're going to thank me, trust me, because it's going to be really nice when I get this little setup that I'm looking to do in a, you know, in a really uh, short fashion. I'm not giving any timeline, but it's coming very soon, guys. So, um, yeah, you'll you'll hear it. You'll hear it. So that's pretty much pretty much that. So getting back to it. So what what you almost forgot about the Leo story. OK, I'll tell you tell you about the Leo story. So my first uh my first gig in this business, in this uh, film side, I worked at a place called Post Logic, which is no longer there, and it was across the street from Capitol Records in a black and white building type setup, and 
in the same building at that time, this is now about 20 years ago I'm talking about, was uh, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. That's where he had his office offices. His mom was there. She was... Man- his, I don't know if she still is, but at the time she was his man- momager, manager. Um, but she was his manager. And, um, you know, he had... Yeah, he had a decent amount of floor space, I guess you could say. You know, he was operating out of there. So, so yeah, so he... Um, so I would see him playing ping pong in the back, uh, you know, with his friends. He always had the same group of friends around. I mean, now you got to remember this was what? Wow, this was like two, three. I would say two or three years after Titanic. So he just blew up real big. I mean, he he was big. You know, he was already getting there, but that was the huge. You know, that that was definitely his career-defining moment in terms of saturation of, you know, being out there in the world of uh, movies and people seeing movies. So, bona fide star at that point. So, but, um, anyways, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a big story to tell you or anything, but I did take an elevator with him. We ended up in the elevator. I, that's the only time, and... I just said a simple hello and acted natural and I didn't sit there and get all crazy nor would I, you know, obviously it's more of the ladies that's going to go crazy over, but, but, uh, yeah, he was, you know, nothing big. He said hello back. He, he acknowledged and, uh, you know, we just took the little elevator up and that was it. But, but, um, you know, he, he was bigger than I thought he would be. Um, he comes off a lot of people agree with me. they, they're like, what? You know, but he's a, he's a tall guy. He's about, he's got to be about six one at least. And he's got a decent frame on him. He's not a scrawny dude. So that's the big one I took from it where it was like, wow, you know, you just can never tell with, with the camera. A lot of times these guys are smaller, but he wasn't that way. But, uh, seemed like a real cool guy, man. I, I can't say, I can't say otherwise, you know? And uh, just like a lot of these, I've learned quickly, you know, in my experiences that a lot of these people I've run into or worked around or whatever, pretty cool, man. It's not all the the nightmare stuff that people come up with in their head about celebrities, even though there are instances you hear about, you you know, and there are people that are rude and and, and there are uh, headaches to work with or whatever, but I didn't... I didn't gather that from this guy at all. I think he's definitely a pro. And, uh, you know, I like I like that he really, like I said, I'd always see the same kind of group of friends, and it seemed like he really was real about that. Like, he kept a tight circle and uh, did it, you know. And he's been the same since then, you know. And uh, it's just cool. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the extent of it, really. I don't got... I don't got much more. I'm sorry if it's not super thrilling. But, yeah, it seemed, you know, like I said, I'd see him all the time. Playing, They'd be playing ping pong. His brother I would see, which they look pretty alike. He's like a, I would describe his brother at the time. I don't know now, but he looked like, he looked like homeless, homeless Leonardo DiCaprio, just the way he was kind of dressed, which was a, seemed like it was a thing for a while, but I'd see a lot of these cats that would, uh, just dress real bummy, but meanwhile, 
you don't even know it, but they're like loaded, you know. But he he kind of was that guy. Um, but again, he was he seemed friendly too, man. So all of them. His mom definitely takes after his mom. I could see the in, in probably in a lot of ways. I think he was pretty much raised by her completely. But uh, yeah, they definitely look alike and uh, every you know all that. But uh, but yeah, really cool, man. It was uh you know. It was a, it was a, it was a cool time, and uh, you know, I, I appreciate it more than ever. Looking back, like, wow, you know, that 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 was something that happened, you know, that I got to, you know, be around around a guy like that. So, you know, somewhat. I mean, I, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like I got to interact or anything, but still, it, it was really cool. And I even got to help move them out when they moved out of that office, and I got to see some of his artwork that he had, that he purchased, you know, he was into, I forget the name of the artist, but guy that was pretty big out of New York in the 90s, I think, did some really, like, I think the same guy, I'll, I'll reference, I'll send you in the right direction, and you'll be able to find the artist, but if you look up Boogie Down Productions' Sex and Violence album, which is the third, I think it's the third album, or, no, 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 it's the fourth, it's the last Boogie Down Productions album, 92. That cover, this guy did it. So if you look that up, you'll figure out the artist pretty quickly. But he had some work from that guy. Really cool stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. You know. So anyways, I'm going to stop for now, and uh, you'll be hearing me in just a few seconds. Your host Nate, I'm back on. Um, gonna keep this thing going. Hope everything's good, man. So, just uh, actually cooking some chicken right now. Uh, unwinding. It's late on Sunday, about almost uh, midnight. Thank God I don't have to be up at work at 6 a.m. or something like that. I go to work uh, four o'clock. I have to be there, so. You know, I gotta get pretty much on the road after three o'clock. So, you know, it's it's cool. My Sundays are really good because at least I'm out earlier and I can get to relaxing and everything like that. So, so that's what's going on. And uh, oh my God! So, unfortunately, like I, I didn't actually I didn't say, but I just saw it just a little bit ago. But uh the Gilroy Garlic Festival, which is a yearly festival. I'm pretty sure it's still just yearly. Gilroy, California is uh, near Salinas, Monterey. It's like in the country up there, outside of San Francisco. Pretty good amount of, probably about 100 or so miles from San Francisco. And um, basically a mass shooting happened. It's like getting shot at a farm. I've been there before. Uh, not necessarily a farm, but still, you're in the kind of in the country or whatever. You are in the country. You're you're out there, like at Coachella, you know, it's something like that. But you know, it's more uh, more of a forest up there. It's not 
well, forest, uh, maybe not so much, but it's not a polo ground like Coachella. But no matter what, you're in a field, you're, you know, it's something that's so far from somewhere you would think to go and get shot up at and killed. And four people got killed, 15 are injured at this point. Uh, it's obviously just been happening, or it just happened, I mean, uh, earlier this evening, I guess, or today. It was daytime, but yeah. Fucking A, guys. So, I don't even know how to dice it up or whatever, but it's, it's just gotta, I wish this shit would stop, but I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just going to keep going on. It's going to keep going on, but I don't want to focus too much on that. It's, it's, it is sad, so I just need to acknowledge, though, RIP to anybody killed, and, um, yeah, and all the, anybody affected right now, I, I can't even imagine the shock. I mean, I'm shocked. I can't even, it's like you just run out of, uh, emotions sometime, not that, not that it, I, I, I could feel it, but part of me is like, man, you just get, get numb to it, sadly, especially if you're, you know, probably, I don't know, man, it, it's, that's how I'm feeling right now, but, uh, very sad to hear that, so, let's move on and get into, I'll talk a little bit of sports, I was looking at the Steelers, uh, Mason Rudolph, who is the backup for Ben, who knows if he'll ever get to play while Ben's still playing, but he uh, has been looked at and considered as hopefully the guy that might replace him, which would be fantastic, honestly. Um, so if he's just patient and everything, then he'll be the guy, you know. Um, I think that that really is going to be the challenge to him, and so far it looks no problem. He hasn't uh, been a guy that's been in the news. He's just under the board. He hasn't had a reason to because he hasn't had a real snap in the NFL yet, I don't think. But, uh, you know, we'll see if this season, if it happens, or maybe nothing will happen. But I'm just happy as a Steeler fan. I think we got a really mellow group right now I think it's cohesive we're not hearing any bullshit uh, it's been nice and quiet they're just at camp Tomlin's signed an extra year uh, there's talks about that he's uh, kind of just along with whenever Roethlisberger's done he might just go ahead and get out of there and I wouldn't blame him you know why wait around if you gotta get let go or just maybe make your own exit you know but these are talks, man. I, I, I don't put a lot of stock into it because, you know what? It could be something he might have said to somebody, but, hey, then you get into the season, you start working again, and you're not thinking that way anymore. You're like, no, I'm going to keep coaching for years. You know, just put me on another team. I want to keep challenging myself, keep challenging another player. You know, you can't – you never know what, what the what's inside of somebody, even if they're – look, Tomlin, by all means – He's already good to go. The guy's got plenty of money. He'll have no problem in his retirement. His family's set up for many generations as long as, you know, hopefully 
whoever inherits can do whatever they can do, you know, bear, bearing a lot of things, really, when it comes to that, but, um, yeah, he's, he doesn't have to do anything anymore, you know, even two years ago, he could have already probably retired easily, even earlier than that, you know, the way these guys get paid, you know, um, and he's a very shrewd, smart guy, so I'd imagine he's that way with his money, you know, I know that he stays in Pittsburgh, he's very low-key, um, sure he definitely enjoys himself to some degree, but he's very disciplined, he's a, he's a tight-lipped guy, he's, um, I think he's, he's somewhat, whether, you know, you like everything he does or whatever, he's, in terms of how he operates, he's pretty old school in his own ways. Like, I think a certain discipline in, in the way he goes at it, he's really into um, the process. He's, he's, he's an interesting cat, so that's why I'm saying I don't, I don't, I, I haven't, I, quite, I can't quite see him yet being the guy that's going to go on ESPN and become like a, you know, somebody that's going to talk, but maybe, maybe that will shift, I don't know. You know, but um, let me tell you something. For Steeler fans, I get pissed, and Tomlin's got to go. Like you know, they've done him like Cowher's been done. You know, uh, but I'll say, good for you, Steeler fans. You're consistent. You know, it's just generational consistency. Because now the kids from the no, now it's maybe coming up on grandkids from the Cowher era fans. <laughs> you know, they just. Whenever you have these periods between Super Bowls, Steeler fans really start losing it, you know. But it's good. That's how we should be. I mean, it's a, a it's been a very strong franchise since the 70s. Once that was established, and even before that, they were always the tough guys and not a team you wanted to play or go play for, even if the, you could beat them. They were... They've just always got a, that hard reputation. They're pretty much, to me, they're as football as you can get in terms of what football is. Like rough and tumble, beautiful passes also, all these different elements. They got it all. You know, now they may not be your kind of team, but that that's to me what the Steelers are. You know, everybody's got their, their, their own thing for their city. And they probably will say about the same thing I said. <laughs> but if you're going to be honest as a, a real football fan, you'll understand and go, yeah, you, you can say those things about the Steelers, whether you've liked them or you're mad at them for something or anything like that. They have a type of player and a, you know, a, a personality. You know, the way the organization is all these years with all these players that kind of is what happens and people expect it now they're, they they all these teams are products as much as they are people in their teams but it's a product you're, you're you're basically selling to the public you know at the end of the day to get more mass consumption that's that's how they're looking at it really um so i'll just leave it at that but anyways um can't wait. Football season's coming up. Want to really get into it more this year, not just be like, you know, 
I guess that's my continuing mantra. Like I said, I'm going to do the work, do these extra things I'm doing like right now. Also, you know, make sure to go and hang out, start making sure to plan thing. You know, for instance, I'm looking at concert tickets or tickets for anything. I, I'm not good about that. I've been really like, I don't get them when I definitely could have gone to probably at least 20 more concerts over the last whatever many years, you know? So that's, that's just a result of fucking around, you know? So now it's time. It's like, no, let's put a list together and you just start buying them. And then when you have the concert come up, you're ready to go. Cause guess what? All you got to do is if you're not going to make it or you see something change, you just sell the fucking things. They're, it's like buying stock essentially. So that's where I'm at. But I hear this chicken sizzling up real good. Nice. So excuse me for a minute as I flip these over in my broiler. Got these chicken quarters. Shout out to all my fans in England, the UK, Australia. Scotland, Ireland, if you're listening, and uh, shout out to everybody else international. I'm not naming off every country, but I'm going to give you guys praise. Thank you. Ooh, excuse me. Ooh, got a little water here. Oh, but it is. Time to eat soon, man. I'm so hungry. I ate much earlier. I just all I had was a poke salad essentially, and I had like really not much of anything else. It did kind of fill me up though. Yeah, I mean obviously, and it, it's not good overall though. I should have had something else for sure. But I'm, you know, I I, I maintain. I maintain so about to get this chicken cooked up and everything let's see where we're at okay so yeah so like I was saying with the concert tickets you know things like that um, yeah I got to start having the I got to just start buying them here and there man maybe just right now like in the next week I just buy like for two different concerts knock it out you know, one concert's a little expensive, the other ones are like kind of cheap, you know, and just knock it out and then you got them, you got them, you got something planned, then you're ready. And by the time you get to the night, then, you know, the other stuff is cool. You're not hustling around trying to get the ticket, you're already done. And then, you know, you get your Uber that night or whatever, make it special. Yeah, you got to do some planning. I'm not, I'm definitely not a planner by nature. I have to work at it, but I've done it. I can do plans. I can do it. Just have to, you know, like anybody, if you're going to do it, if you want to make a good plan, you just got to do it correctly. So I wonder if there's somebody's going to come up with an app for that, which actually would be a good idea. So putting that out there, if you catch that, hey, anyways, um, I'm just rambling on guys freestyle time, you know, but yeah, it's a good night, 
It's a good night, even though I'm super tired and out of it. Um, oh, I do want to mention, if as far as podcasts this week, shout out to Joe Rogan. Check out the Cornell West Joe Rogan podcast. That's all I could say is like, check it out. He will make you want to pick up a book and get smarter, and you know all that stuff. No, it's it's really it was good. There was some great little. You know, some things I just got out of it, but for what it's worth, that's something I'm recommending. Um, you know, I say just, ch- you know, I, if, you, if you're just listening to me, I mean, please, come on, nobody's just listening to me. I hope you have at least ten podcasts you like to f- shuffle around with, you know, or at least look at and go, oh, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, I need to up my game, though. That's another thing this year. I need to... I think it's going to be a good idea, and not that I should say this, but I should, is as much as I like the comedians and certain ones I listen to, it's like, you know, I need to break out and really explore, because there's so many people doing podcasts, and there's so many good ones, so it's like I need to infiltrate a whole another regiment a little bit. I, feel, I don't want to get stuck in this bubble, you know, I don't think it's good. There's a lot of different voices to hear out there, so, you know, same thing with you guys. Don't just listen to me, you know, and if you do listen to me a lot and that's what you like, hey, thank you. Go to ilovecanyou.com forward slash shop and purchase your shirts. I have more things that will be listed soon, so be on the lookout for that. And that's about what is going on. So... I'm going to stop this. You guys have a good evening. That guys putting down the recording device here so getting back into it uh finishing up we're gonna finish up here uh, on the podcast you know keeping them i'm gonna be probably keeping them a little shorter than usual not do i'm not doing it real fast right now guys i'm just letting you know but um yeah it's monday morning just uh chilling i, I should have already had this done but i had a couple technical issues um I, it's you know, I've, I've tried to use my phone again, but uh, it's been acting up again, so I got to just stick with this recorder. So, I, again, all these things are going to be going away pretty soon. <laughs> it's going to be, uh, well, this recorder's been pretty much good. I've only had one problem one time with it, so hopefully that's not a, something else, too. But the difference is I could switch out the memory on this one, so if it's a, you know, I have options on it. But the fact that, you know, they dumped a podcast is a bummer. It does happen. I've heard it from other guys. So, you know, obviously, I'm sure the the more expensive equipment, you know, the more reliable. Which uh, will be soon. I have have a device I'm about to get. And it's going to cover everything. It's going to allow me to, you know, uh, plug in microphones and be professional. And it's going to be portable, real portable, so 
it'll be perfect for whatever situation, you know, whether I'm here at home or I start going, you know, well, we will start going. I'm going to have, you know, location podcast essentially. Um, you know, so that's, that's all I'm going to say about it right now. But, um, yeah, just, so I just got to finish up here this morning. Um, Ooh, excuse me. Uh, thank you again. Like I said, wherever you're listening on, I'm grateful. I got, like I said, the good news this past week, I got a Google play. That was huge. I'm glad I looked it up. I thought I was on there. I don't know. I thought I was at some point, but maybe it's, I really wasn't, you know, I was confused or something. So, uh, but it worked really quickly, the process of getting on there. So that's great. Now I'm just waiting on, uh, um, one of the other big platforms. I won't say who they are right now, but, uh, I really hope that that goes through and that'll be incredible. So got a lot of great stuff coming up. It's just getting better and better. Uh, another cool fun fact if you're listening to the podcast uh, I was doing my history over the podcast looking at the you know what I what I've done you know um, you know I started this in 2009 and I looked at it and it was really like wow I uh, basically have come down to the last two three years has been the strongest like consistency wise uh, everything else, it's like pretty sporadic, but you know, it's one of those things you just like, I'm like, you know, you could, could sit there and get mad and wallow in it, which, you know, I've done that already, but now I don't, I don't feel that way at all just because I already know I'm in a good pace and what I've been doing is, you know, what, what I've always should have done. So, you know, I, I already am on the trajectory, so I don't trip off that, but it does make you go, damn, you know, that's a lot of time I could have, uh, yeah, I could have been way further ahead. So, uh, but you know, there you go, guys. I'm just, you know, giving it, you know, putting it out there, being honest about it and stuff and letting you know that even so, whatever it is you're doing, if you're in a similar situation, you know, don't, don't sit there and dwell on the things you didn't do and let that get um, in front of you or sideline you. Just keep, get back on whatever you need to get done and just keep moving forward. You know, just figure out a way to do that. That's basically it. No matter how little it is, you gotta keep getting some stuff done. Get yourself in a situation because it's gonna take, out of doing that, that's where something amazing can happen along with, you know, your efforts. So, Otherwise, yeah, you're not ready and you're not going to get that uh, blessing, you know, you got to put yourself in in the position to receive it, you know, like I wasn't going to get into the industry I'm in if I just sat around, waited in Pittsburgh at the time and thought, well, it's, <laughs> it's going to find me or, uh, oh, well, maybe I'll, I'll do it, you know, someday and if I just kept you know, kind of dreaming about that or, or the worst part, giving up on it and going, no, it's too late. You know, um, I'm already getting too old. You know, if I started just trying to give all the excuses I would need to give, um, and I was definitely none of those things cause I was 
I was 21 before I was 22, so I was still, I was still good. I think what I did though, I did kind of the thing because I was already living on my own for a little while, so I felt older than probably a lot of my peers because I was pretty responsible, well, fully responsible as an adult already. Like I already been paying my rent, you know, held down jobs. You know, I know what it took to do all those things. I was definitely capable at that point. Um, you know, I was getting, I was probably at the point where I was that much more comfortable and uh, able or, or confident in, uh, you know, even with the jobs I had, I, I knew I could live on my own. I knew how to do things. So I wasn't, I wasn't uh, worried about that. But I could see quickly that time was going to creep up and that was going to hold me back. The longer, you know, I was going to be in a place, you know, I just could feel it. Like I could feel it snatching me by the collar and holding me, you know. Um, obviously not literally, I'm just trying to traumatize it, but no, really, it, it you could, I felt that I was going to end up, uh, you know, back there and not happy that I did that. Um, but it doesn't mean I couldn't have, you know, obviously I could have still had a good, a real good life out there and everything. I mean, it doesn't have to be negative, but you know, this thing that I wanted and to go experience and, and all that, I, I, I just knew I had to go for it. So, so yeah, so it, thankfully it worked out and, you know, obviously it's turned into something much different than what I initially came for, but in a very good way though. So, um, so yeah, that's, you know, that, that's all it is, man. You got to just, uh, find the thing that needs to launch you forward with whatever you're doing. Um, because previous to that, I was going to go to New York. That was where I was going to go. I was going to go to school there. I had it all mapped out. But it was too daunting at the time. You know, uh, I, 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 I could have. I definitely could have. There was nothing really that I... that The only thing I allowed to hold me back was a girlfriend at the time. that, And she wasn't uh, willing to go. And, and it would have been beneficial to her, too, because she was into cosmetology cosmetology and stuff and I was trying to encourage her you know we could both do our dreams up there you know kind of thing and you know it still was a it was still at a time where you were able to still get some rent that you could afford uh, even in the city you know as a young person I mean it was going to be a I would say if we if it would have happened like if she was that girl and would have been like yeah we're going for it you know um, it would have been like, I'm trying to think, a good apartment back then would have been, let's see, uh, probably a thousand dollars a month, give or take, for like a two bedroom, a one bedroom, uh, definitely, I think definitely, most definitely, you could have got it for a thousand or less in the city in the city and a lot of places in the city at that too like yeah as far as i know i'm pretty sure i'm right um there definitely were you know increases in rent but yeah it was still in the, in 90 because i'm talking about right now the period i'm talking about is 95 
it would probably have been by 95 or maybe maybe even 94 because that's a, that's when I got out of school but probably let's say 95 you know what I mean but uh, yeah yeah it was there was definitely definitely uh, some rents in the in, uh, you know plenty of rents in those range and then forget about it you, if you were willing and you went to Brooklyn which was still like people like the people that really knew were starting to do it around that time the ones that were really looking at it like oh this is way more space out there I'm getting more for my money the place you know it's you know they, they start looking at it like well it's so-called a bad neighborhood but it ain't gonna be worse than what I have already you know all those things all they you know they just basically came to the idea of like you know well I guess I got to commute into work more but that's it but I'm gonna have more room um, you know I'm paying I'm gonna get more for my money and everything else you know so that's when that that's when the earliest people that were so-called gentrifying that's when I would say that's probably the very beginning around that timeline about 96 95 you know but yeah, probably people would argue even that earlier you know I'm sure there was always some people that were looking towards Brooklyn and they were cool with it you know they weren't like Oh, I'm not going to live over there. They're like, shit. So. So, yeah, that, that, that was, uh, you know, so that was a time and opportunity and I didn't, you know, I, I could have still did it. You know, I could have said, well, I got to go, <laughs> you know, uh, but I didn't, you know, I just hung in there and wanted to make a relationship work and just too many things for somebody at 18 trying to live on our you know live together on our own first time for both of us and not you know instead of being right out of high school and getting into some kind of college or technical school you know we decided to what they call shack up you know and um it was partially good though i mean after all that said and done um, it really, it really was because we did, you know, we did learn, uh, some things together with dealing with, you know, rent and, you know, just that type of shit. So I don't know. I don't really look, view it as a negative anymore. I'm glad, actually glad, you know, it's good that it, I went through it and probably good with somebody instead of just, you know, completely on my own. So, um, so yeah, it was it was a uh, you know it's just something something I went through. So that was that. So so sorry, I'm just stuttering here. Um, you know, it just gets me thinking about a lot of things in that time. It's just crazy. But uh, yeah, so that time it, it just like I said, it threw me off, and I put I put my I literally did I put my dreams aside. I was like I was like nah. It's not going to, you know, it just ain't going to happen. It's too, you know, whatever, you know. But I still had, you know, I had my interest. I still love music. I still was into writing rhymes. I was, you know, trying to, you know, I was, I was, uh, you know, I was doing what I could to stay kind of connected. And while I was doing, you know, working at a, a pharmacy and working at a dental office, I was doing two jobs. So it was kind of in a similar way where I was working a lot of hours. You know, something I've done a lot of over my career. 
Uh, sadly, and sadly, I should have been saving some more money in these two, in these years, but it's okay. So, um, yeah, you know, I was making nothing though. I was making like between each job. I'm trying to think. I was doing good for that time around there. I actually wasn't that bad, especially for a kid coming out of you know just out of high school. I was only 18, 18, 19 around this time, but yeah, I was making, um, I think my best pay was like seven and a quarter. I think I was making seven twenty-five, and I would get tips, you know, for, for delivery. So I, I was doing pretty good. I was doing pretty good. And then the funny thing is as a dental assistant, I was making less. I was only making six something an hour. Crazy that they would, uh, pay that for, for a dental assistant. Um, even if I didn't have the certificate and stuff, but you know, it was, um, it was, it was, it was, it was just a boot camp for life, you know, in that, in that timeline, you know, it really was, I had everything right there, which was great. I lived there. I worked next door, both jobs. So it was, it was actually, um, it was, you know, when I think back, it was really interesting. It's, it's like a, it's just this other life I lived, you know what I mean? It's like, wow, I did that shit. Um, it doesn't, you know, cause it doesn't exist really. Well, the, the building I lived in still exists, but the, the businesses that they, they're not there. Well, one of them, they moved to the other side of town. Not that you guys sit there and care, but yeah, it's, um, you know, it's just different. So, but, but in a good way, the neighborhood's actually better than it was. Definitely. Yeah. My old town now is Carnegie. Shout out to Carnegie. I never get to, uh, actually I should be shouting out Carnegie more, quite honestly. Um, which people would be like, that's funny. Anybody that knows Carnegie, <laughs> but for real though, man, seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud to see how Carnegie's come along over the years. You know, um, when we got there, and, you know, it's probably the same for a lot of the places around Pittsburgh and everything else. But it was, you know, just a few years after the steel mills closing. So it was still very, it was coming out. Actually, we kind of came at the right time because it was, the revitalization was starting to happen in the, in the pretty much the late 80s, mid to late, you know, it was starting to have that happen. Just wasn't that much, you know. Um, but it was, you know... It wasn't, um, you know, for being in a bad spot, it, it wasn't like really messed up or something when we got there to Carnegie. You know, it was definitely depressed more. There wasn't, the businesses weren't all that. There was really just bars and, you know, maybe a pizza shop. Um, a couple, you know, a couple little other businesses. My buddy, my buddy's business, Hannah, with his workman's clothing that was still going that was an old business but it was there and you know shit like that real basic you know what I mean probably obviously you know like a property guy you know real estate attack services you know stuff like that um you know I can't think of every little business that was there but it was there was some shit I mean it, it was it wasn't like there was nothing but it was just you know pretty pretty basic and, um, you know, it, it, it pretty much stayed that way 
and then up until I left, it was actually thriving around that time. And then it got uh, flooded after Hurricane Irene, which was uh, doesn't really happen ever there. there. I think the last type of flood I, was in the 60s at some point. And I don't know if that was from some kind of hurricane either, but... You know, they, they, and again, this is a rainstorm. It was just remnants of a big hurricane. But, um, yeah, it, it really affected the town. That was actually... Threw it off its course. Because I think, yeah, had you had no flood... Um, you know, I think we'd still... It still would have thrived and maybe even been that much better by this point. But, you know, maybe... And again, you know, it was kind of good because it shifted some things in the town in terms of uh, some businesses that had to go away and now there's you know something else there so they, they've recovered fantastic I mean it's now it's now it's um, not only new you know new stuff but now it's become more you know there's little trendy places popping up and good eateries uh, it's got some like flavor there now it's not um, you know it's not as boring little town as much i mean there is there are some legit things going on there uh but of course it's still very uh it's not a bustling little place per se you know what i mean there's not like a ton of foot traffic you know it's not like that it's not the coolest spot in town but there's places to go so it's it's gonna be cool it's but we're talking this is you know gotten to this point over the last probably five years maybe even a little longer but I would say within that time it's really been coming so I'd say in the next I'd say in the next five years it's going to be that much more cool I think you're going to see some you know it's going to see some uh, more it's just it's just a matter of community involvement and the more things that can you know you know you can get some more activities going you know um but they, they've been, you know, it, the beauty of it is it's clean. I mean, it's definitely cleaner than it was. It's uh, safer feeling, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a, long, a lot, you know, it's come a long way. It's, it's different from when I was coming up, man. It was, you know, when I was a teenager or like a little earlier, I mean, it, it did at times feel more I mean now thinking back trying to compare it it's hard it's to really say but but yeah no it did it felt more um rug a little more rugged you had some I mean you still had some rough dudes around there you know leftover like I said leftover from the steel mill era the blue collar cats a lot of I mean you got guys that were like already drunks and shit though and then the younger guys like my age and, and maybe a little older we had a you know we had we had some wild kids but not um uh, not way out of control but enough i mean <laughs> but we kept we made it interesting there i mean we made it you know for ourselves you know um you know it was it was kind of it was kind of uh, it was a little more city feeling at the time. I don't know how to describe it. It was just like there was we you know there was a little bit of energy there because of I, we did you know there were 
a bunch of us kids at a certain age and in that period of time and everything else it kind of made it like that but i wonder I, that's me thinking about it i wonder how the kids you know that are there now what how they look at it but it's different they're not the you don't have those kind of kids really like we were more rough you know rough and tumble or it's a different time but now i don't you don't see kids around so you don't know what the hell is going on but i think they i think the difference would be i think there's more there's a there's more structure available plus you know what like it or not i mean these computers probably save a lot of uh bullshit from happening in a way because you can uh you know you could do so much on them you can watch your movies you know there's there's enough distraction there besides uh running around the streets and stuff you know which is all we <laughs> that was our distraction you know they go out there and run around and plus you had a lot of us that were you know latchkey kids we had one parent or some were being raised by another parents maybe or all kinds of stuff so yeah it was different different time man so I, I know I'm going way down this hole of things I was just talking about you know getting uh, things done and and, and uh, all that stuff so but yeah just a little background and give you an idea what I've come from where I was at you know by the time I left there 98 it was uh, yeah it was doing all right it wasn't uh, I wasn't leaving like oh this place is you know the worst no 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 it was actually it was actually um yeah it was pretty good there was good business going on it was you know felt pretty good there you know um yeah it, it just was to me this broken record though you know it felt stuck you know and it's still you still get that out there but I, then it was even worse so I just yeah it was it was just the, it was in the air for me man I was like nah I'm out of here and one of the things that got me over too was I started working at a warehouse the last two months I worked at Snyder's uh, Snyder's of Berlin there's Snyder's of Hanover and there's Snyder's of Berlin and they're they were brothers that split up the company over you know they couldn't you know they they had problems basically like any family but uh hanover those ones you'll see in pretty much across the country and the berlin chips you'll see more out that way um which they're really they're good too i don't know why they didn't expand more but i think it's just their re you know their what they have available to uh to make them they don't have as much uh, property and so forth but anyways not to go technical but yeah so so I did that I worked with them I started working the warehouse I was actually gonna get a truck route real quick uh, I was about to do the the jail and the penitentiary and uh, yeah that was gonna be my route which actually was pretty dope because it's so you know what I mean it's two stops so um, yeah man I, I was I was uh, it, but it was just like it was just a bleak kind of setup you know that job and the you know and plus the guys I'm working with and I'm listening to country music in this warehouse and it was just like 
<laughs> it was pretty bummy, you know what I mean? I would try to be up for it and be kind of pumped up or something, but it was just, you know, these guys, man, they were hard workers. They, they fucking, I think one of them was, one of them was like a volunteer fireman. A couple of them, uh, you know, did this stuff. They were great. They were good dudes. But, like, working too hard for not much, you know? And it was just like, man, you know, and they have these... And I just look and be like, I can't, you know, I can't... I'm, I, I don't want to do this, you know? Or not, not as long as these guys type shit, you know what I mean? I was like... But you'd feel like... For me, I start feeling like, oh, man, you know, is this what I'm looking forward to? I mean, these guys were already... They were, like, 10, 15 years older than me, at least, at that point. <laughs> Uh, try to think the youngest, the next youngest guy I think was, I think he was like 32 or so, but he looked, he looked, he looked older, man. I mean, he looked, uh, like his late thirties, you know, like he was like six years older looking, you know, just kind of beat down and it was like. You know, and, and, and for my age, being in my early 20s, that's like, I mean, he was, that was like, oh man, you're really, you're burnt out, you know, this is done, it was just, yeah, so it was, it was a real, like, uh, wake-up call, like, okay, man, <laughs> you know, this, this could be your future, if you're not careful, um, but it could have been, you know, look, it was also... Um, not a bad job. I could have actually ended up making, well, right away I would have made that much more money for back then. It was going to be pretty good. Um, I mean, hell, even that pay today for some people out in certain spots is not bad. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was just not what I wanted to do, you know? And, you know, the guys were real cool, man. You'd have guys couple guys they were like yeah man don't you know basically give you the warning you know don't don't end up doing this shit you know do do this do that I'm trying to you know there was one guy he was really like that he was real cool and he I forget man I wish I could remember some people's names man but you know I didn't have a lot of interaction but enough but he was always saying something like that where he would say you know and he was he was like he was just in his 30s a lot of these guys pretty much I would say the oldest guy was like 50 something and that was it but most you had a lot of people in their 30s and shit 40s and shit so he would just be like oh excuse me he would just be like you know hey man you know for whatever reason and it's good I, I just always kind of got a couple of these guys at different jobs that would give you this advice or like look out for you you know be like Hey, what do you want to do? Or what do you, you know, what else do you want to do? Are you going to school? Da, 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 da. And I'd tell them, you know, or, you know, I'd tell them something like, yeah, man, I'd like to do music or whatever. Oh yeah, that's cool. Or whatever. I don't, I don't know if I ever, if I did say that at the time or if I said something else, I think I was saying computers because I know that was kind of what I was actually really close to getting into, but, um, like programming and stuff. But so this guy, you know, he was saying the same thing of, but he was like, man, yeah, don't end up doing this stuff. Don't, don't get, you know, like just stay away. Just get right to whatever you got to do, you know? And it was, it was really like, 
cool that he said that type of shit. And then, but he was also like, I like that his attitude, he wasn't giving up. Like, he wasn't, just because he had that job, he was like, yeah, I'm looking into this and I'm doing that. I was like, oh, that's cool. So, you know, it's it's just people like that, man. I, uh, these little moments and shit, it's, it's, it, it really, I still remember it. it. It sticks with me, you know, those, those things. So, so that being said, don't take anything for granted. Something you're saying to somebody might affect them more than you realize, uh, vice versa. Those moments of your life, if you can remember, or you think of that, where you have somebody tell you something that made you think differently or, um, realize something or hear something that your parents just didn't give you. Hey man, I appreciate that. And not only just acknowledge, like, hopefully you try to use that. You didn't just go, Oh, that's cool. And you just move on, you know? So, but these were these moments, but yeah, so I left, I left that place, you know, right away. I was there only like, Oh, I was there like three weeks, barely. I was there real short, man. <laughs> I know they probably, you know, I, I would love to hear the story of what they, you know, were saying after I left. Like, man, that guy came in, moved up, and got the fuck out of here. <laughs> and it literally was like that. I fucking came in, I did the warehouse and all that shit, and then they were putting me right to driving, and then I was like, I'm out of here, you know? But it was the reason that I went so abruptly because I was really trying to stay about I was really trying to milk another I run, my idea was like two months really but it was right at that point it was pretty much getting into September so I had to like really pay attention because I didn't want to get caught trying to drive in snow and shit as I was coming out this way but really when I think back it, I don't know why I was thinking about it like that much because even it takes a little while, like, I would say mostly I would be fine, like, the Midwest isn't getting hammered in November, you know, um, anyway, so, so, uh, you know, I was, I was looking at things like that, like, how long do I want to do this, and, you know, it's like the, the, there was ticking in the background, like, I gotta go, I gotta go, and the other thing was, I had enrollment, to get into for the school so all you know for that to start happening right away so I was really like man I gotta it was pressure you know I had a lot on my mind of like it was just gnawing on me like I gotta go you know and so what gave me that pushover is because they were messing with my check and um you know they 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 were saying it was going to be here at this point, and it wasn't, and it just seemed like they were fucking with me, even though I know they weren't specifically, but it just, it just really was a pain in the ass, so it just put the heat on, I just got to that Friday where they were like, yeah, it's not here, after they said it was going to be there, so at that point, it was really like, yo, like, I had to get a conversation with myself, like, man, you're ultimately trying to leave like that's really all you're just doing you already have a place your mom I'm good on that um I just needed to get the fuck out so I started counting up things and looking it over and I said I can do this now I can do this right now and so I just said well Monday to, this is what I said to myself and even even if they were going to have the money I was already that close to exit I was just going to 
maybe I would have delayed it another two weeks or some shit. Um, but you know, I was like, fuck this. So, <laughs> so Monday I went in there and they were like, you know, I, I, I go right into the lady. I go, is my check here? She goes, nope. I said, okay. And I took my stuff and I go, here you go. I'm out. And that was, that was it. And I left there and I got right to action right away, right away. Cause now I really, it's like, okay, you got to go, bro. <laughs> you know, you can't, I can't languish around. I quit the job. Um, you know, I mean, I could, you know, they could have obviously got me back on if, but you know, I was already like, that was already, when I made that decision, it was like, there was no, no fucking around. I was out of there. So, yeah, so I did that and I just got right to it, man. I think I was on the road. I was on the road out here, uh, within the week, just days later. Like it was, it was on, it was on. And, um, shout out to my, my old roommate, Ian, my good friend still. Because, yeah, we known each other before we were roommates, too, so. But, uh, yeah, man, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. But it was good timing, man. Now, looking back at it, like, I'm like, thank God they did that. Because <laughs> it would have, uh, it w I would have still came. It wasn't, that wasn't going to stop. Like, I was already very committed to it because once I found the school here, um, which I didn't put that in the story. I'm sorry if I missed some things. I wasn't planning to talk about this too much, but um, this was right, obviously, the early internet, 98. But my buddy Ian, thank God he had it. So otherwise, I don't know if I would have... Uh, I, well, I think I would have tried to look it up. I would have got somewhere with a computer, but um, just having a computer later like that, you know, made it made made this like so easy you know so i looked up you know I finally you know search engines are starting to happen you know just you know there's some websites you know so i look up schools i just decided one day to look up schools out here because my mom was already out here so i already had this idea in my head of how to get out here you know i was thinking about trucking uh you know, I was, I was starting to really figure it out. You know, I was looking at what schools would cost if I wanted to come, you know, I was trying to get a, a overview. So I knew what I was getting into, not just, you know, I wanted to also have other things to think about besides, um, the music business. Cause I was like, I don't know how this may work out. I don't know. This school may be good. It may be garbage or, or maybe I just don't like it. You know, I could end up being like, oh, I don't really like this stuff. So I was just really making sure like, Hey, let me, let me know everything that's going on. So yeah, man. So that was all there, man. So it was just, uh, once I found the school LA recording workshop, now it's LA art. It's, um, uh, it's the, yeah, it's LA recording school now, but it was LA recording workshop and it was right in North Hollywood and you wouldn't even recognize there's nothing left it's a complete different area right there but um in a good way I mean it's it's really nice now 
it was nothing going on there back then. It was that school, and there were some other bullshit businesses around the corner. But, uh... But, yeah, I looked it up, and it had a... <laughs> I mean, it was probably one of the better websites for the time. I mean, it was a great website. All, all the information was laid out. I mean, whoever... Them putting it together, they put it... They did it so right, like... They knew there was guys like me all over this country and other places, you know, that were going to look for this shit. And we sure the fuck... Yeah, because they even had international students. It wasn't just, you know, uh, just specifically the states. And this wasn't a big school. This was... Uh, so that shows you the power of the internet already right then. Um, this was like... I'm trying to think. Probably you would have in a class... I think 80 people I think about 80 I don't know if any more than that like I don't even know if it was a hundred it was like that tight so yeah each class was like 80 and I don't know how many students enrolled they would have overall but probably three four hundred maybe so it's a small school you know what I'm saying so you had to be when you know when some enrollment would happen you'd have to really get in there and I, I got in but I, uh, so I looked it up, and I'm looking it over, and looking it over, and I'm just like, I can't believe, it was like a dream, like, I was like, this is crazy, because the other school in New York, which was, um, what was it called, um, Institute of Audio Research, IAR, they're the first, they were like the first to do this type of school, um, like the one I was going to, you know, the audio recording school, they were like the first to do it in New York City. But they were affiliated with NYU. They were already that much further along, so they were a real accredited school and everything. But so their cost was pretty high. I think it was like, I think it would have been like up upwards of close to thirty thousand or something like that back then. So it was like, man, you know, <laughs> it was a lot. And I think that was because I was out of state. Obviously, I think if I would have been in state, it might have been a bit less. Um, you know, I, I didn't explore how, how much I could have qualified for different things, but, uh, you know, it was still going to be pretty steep cost, where this school, and this was a few years later, it was, uh, at the time, the program was, like, I feel like it was, like, eight grand. It wasn't even ten grand. It was super, super reasonable, and I was like, oh, my God. And they totally had these different ways to pay and all this stuff. And they weren't fully accredited, but they did get grant, you know, there was grant money to get, they did, you know, they had their shit together, you know, that was all good. So I came, I just, you know, once I came out and they had even nice dorm situation if you needed that, which I didn't, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was dope, man. So when I came out, um, you know, I got, got with my mom and then I, um, went and checked it out. Yeah, and immediately, once I checked it out and everything, I was like, oh, I gotta go here. <laughs> like, sign me up today, like, this is it, you know? Very exciting, very, it was very exciting, and, um, all of us that were going there had the same spirit, you know, and that was a f first, yeah, that was such a first time, you know, being around a group of people that were that interested in music like me, if not more, um, 
just that creative uh, energy, you know. And, um, you know, and you had people that were just, you know, I started realizing quickly you had kids that were just kind of coming from, you know, well-to-do background, but they were maybe a fuck-up, you know, and they would, but they would get them, you know, all right, go ahead, try this school, (laughs) you know. So you had all types, but you, there was definitely enough cats that were, that were musicians themselves, or they were making beats, or they were, you know, they were trying to do something, they just knew they needed to, you know, make another move, and, but the problem, too, was they, you you know, they, this still happens, I'm sure, in the, in the school, but they think that, um, going to this is going to make them, like, instantly work with some big talent and and you're not going to have to do this journey you know they think that once you learn the tools like you're able to go to the studio and actually be the mix engineer and whatever and it doesn't work that way and the beauty of it they were very honest about it from the beginning about everything they never sold it as hey you take this program and you know yada yada but what it what it essentially did is get you in the door. They already had the context and, and, and hook up. And that was always what I looked at the, those schools with when it came to trade or anything. I always looked towards schools that were, had a placement of some sort, you know. Um, I just think that those, especially when you're young and you need to get working and making some kind of money or, or get some kind of opportunity. I mean, I think it's in my mind, I think you're best to get right to that first and then perhaps you, you know, further your education from there, which I, you know, I didn't really do. And I, st- I still have taken some classes and some stuff, but you know, I, I, it's the only other thing I would look back and go, oh, I would have done this and that. There's a couple things I would have did differently, but now the way the program is, that's not even an issue because they have a way more way more extensive program it's a, it offers so much more than it did back then um but yeah so that's that's my story of, of how that all came together so it was so fast so you're talking guys i came out in in september right before my birthday like a week before so a week or two i, I wish i could remember the exact date but um there's probably some receipt or something somewhere to tell me something. I don't know. I might, <laughs> but no, it's all good. It's not like super important. I know our anniversary, me and my wife, it's probably around that really, quite honestly. That's, that's the funny part. September 18th. So that would be really interesting if it was that exact day. Um, but yeah, man, it was, uh, it was literally, I got here and then it was right to the races. And I, I, the good thing though, I did have, I'm glad again, I came like that because I basically had like a month of time of, uh, not having to work or what I basically took a month off right then. And then (laughs) not much, just a little bit earlier that, you know, in the summer I already was out of the country. So I was really getting to chill this this year you know this particular year for once finally i really needed it too because i was out of school a few years already so it was like it was a good year for me to do some big changes and um yeah it's basically what it worked out to be so i fucking you know i got out here 
even though I was hanging out, I pretty much probably a couple weeks or so in, I, I looked up a job and I looked up this, I saw this telemarketing gig and it wasn't too far. I still didn't, you know, at the time we had, you know, a map quest or anything, but I figured how I, f I looked it up somehow and it wasn't that far. And, uh, and, uh, I, and I, yeah, I went, I went and pretty much got the job right away and I did telemarketing part-time for a few months while I was going to school. So, but I, like I said, I, it was perfect because I gave, I pretty much, everything started like late October, November, you know, or November pretty much. But yeah, everything started with the job and the school. It all started like all together. So it was, you know, it was like, okay, here we go. You know, put your, put your, you know, pull up your, pull up your straps and let's get going, you know? So it was a big shift, but, um, the job was cool. Uh, I got to, oh man, here we go. Sorry. Hold on real quick, guys. Give me one second. Alright, thanks guys, sorry about that. So, so yeah, just to wrap up this story, um, yeah, so that's how it all went down, me getting here in the beginning, so, if I've told this at some point before, hey, I'm just, just, uh, I'm just doing a better version of it, so, uh, but yeah, guys, so anyways, I'm gonna, I am gonna wrap it up, I've definitely talked enough at this point, for now, but yeah, keep going, uh, you know, keep going after whatever it is you're going after, basically is the message in this whole thing um, you know don't get uh, discouraged if you if you take you know if something sidelines you that's okay you can get sidelined but then just try to get right back on the track you know whatever that is maybe it's in your workout maybe it's with career path maybe it's in school um, maybe it's like simple things we're talking about a little Instagram you know any of that so keep going and uh you know i'll catch you guys again soon thanks for listening and we'll be back again next week peace